This is Pixelated Audio, episode 146, featuring Heart Heat Girls on the PC-98. Pixelated Audio, a podcast focusing on game audio, its history, and the people behind it. We're your hosts. I'm Gene, and this is Brian. How's it going? Today, we're going to be playing music and talking about Heart Heat Girls for the PC-9801 series using the YM2203 or the OPN sound source. Lots of fun in the soundtrack here, so uh, we're excited to chat about this title today. Oh, yeah. Great soundtrack. Not too long, but uh, Brian brought this one to my attention, and I'm really happy to hear more of it as we go on through the show. Right. Originally, I was putting this pack together like several years ago, and I just never got around to to finishing it. And um, I uploaded it kind of halfway done um, to VGM Rips, and then um, I, I guess Gnome took it over and, and just finished it up. So really appreciate that. Uh, it's it's just a fun soundtrack. There's a, a lot of really nice licks in there. We're going to have a lot of fun listening to the soundtrack and kind of uh, pulling it apart and talking about the uh, the game somewhat and also the, uh, the studio that brought it to us. Yeah, so that track that brought us in was the opening track, and it's just a nice, really smooth, uh, kind of twinkly way to get into a nice uh, PC-98 game. Mm-hmm. It's got that Ease 3 energy, you know, that uh, sort of twinkly sort of uh, ambience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard Heat Girls, a.k.a. HHG. Uh, and I'm not going to be saying that the rest of the episode. It's way too hard to say HHG. It doesn't roll <laughs> doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, but that's what it shows on the box art. Uh, anyways, it's a Japanese adventure game mixed with some 3D shooting battles. On the website, you know, the archive website, it's like 3D shooting. That's what it like labels itself as. It's hard. It's like anything but 3D shooting. But anyways, it does have some 3D shooting elements uh, released for the PC 9801 series in December of 1993, both published and developed by a small studio in Shinjuku under the name Cats Pro. So we came in with that opening track. We're going to jump directly into the title music. So let's take a listen and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
That was the title theme from Heart Heat Girls, composed by Panda for the PC-98. Ah, 1993. What a vintage, right? That's a perfect year for VGM. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this embodies a lot of what I love about music on the PC-98, PC-88. You know, this really nice blend and complement from the FM to the PSG. I, I just, it has this really fun bouncy, kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, maybe some Popple Mail meets Lunar, kind of this uh, kind of whimsical feel to it. Uh, definitely a, a rad way to start out this seemingly dark game. So uh, yeah, I thought it was an excellent title track. Same here, actually. You know, we got that opening that's a little bit more ominous, and then this one's just like, you know, bouncy dance track. And so... I'm excited for uh, fighting robots or whatever it is we're going to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be doing. Yeah, so um, mentioned earlier that this was published and developed by a small studio in Shinjuku um, that went under the name Cats Pro, but Cats Pro isn't actually the name of a company, but rather the brand name used by Panda House uh, Co. Limited. And when the company was established in 1993, it was active under two different brand names. So it was Cats Pro and Melody. Super confusing because when we were looking up information on that, we just were finding stuff all over the place. But in 2001, they switched to a unified name called Panda House, mirroring the company name. And this actually branched off another company called Ideas, uh, now called F&C, that was creating game software. They had this large kind of um, uh, studio that they would uh, you know, hire out sub companies to do. And right, from right. this company, it spawned a ton of smaller game studios that went and became independent game studios in their own, uh, in their own and other brands and stuff too. In that wake, there was fairy tale elf cocktail soft. We've talked about several of these uh, muse co, which was the music production department that spun off as its own entity. And then Panda House, which was most known for like their erotic games or eroge. And this is pretty much like the exact same thing you'd see in any other Japanese PC dev market. Like in the 90s, if you weren't making erotic adult games, you, you know, you were in the wrong business because you, you weren't you know, making money. That's, that's you, you weren't making money. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's uh, Panda House in a nutshell. Another game that was made by this company, Cats Pro Melody, is Night Slave, or as I call it, Adult Suit Lanos. Brian told me <laughs> I couldn't put that in the show, but it's there. So. <laughs> it's it's probably I, their... I'll approve it. I'll approve it. <laughs> it's, uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a really awesome game. In fact, it was the first game that I played on my PC ninety eight. It's a really good game. No, it's uh, I I don't know anything about it other than it's actually got really good music for one of those adult games, and I put this little description in here. Another one of these Brian approved. It's a hybrid side-scrolling mech action game and a visual novel with a different kind of action. <laughs> did not approve of that. No, uh, he did not approve of that. That's no. fine. <laughs> and, no, but but the game itself is actually a really cool game. Uh, it does look just like Assault Suit Linus. You know, it it has some adult content in there, but the thing about you know Cats Pro titles, Melody titles, um, is that even though they were adult focused, it had only like a minor hint of that adult nature in there. It wasn't like strictly a like a pornography game. It was a aimed at adult adventure game. So there, it has you know some suggestive themes and you know alcohol violence stuff like that. But at the same time, it's not 
it, it, it is focusing on gameplay. It's focusing on all these other things that don't really constitute as just like uh, in a dull game in that in that fashion. I think it's basically a Kojima game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, they, they made real games. They know, made honestly. they made real games. They made real games. <laughs> and um, running the show is a person that goes by the name Panda. That's how Panda House came to be. I guess Panda was running the the whole software studio, and um, it kind of just morphed into Panda House. Uh, we went to the website on Archive. It's you know what you would expect from a, a '90s website. It's kind of you know Ugly. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, several people had joined the company and done various things. There's like programming, artwork. Panda was responsible for music, and I think. Um, uh, design concepts, stuff like that. The the company itself is interesting because Gene and I were talking about this last night. Actually, it's very much embodies like a Dojin. Yeah, yeah, um, it's good, which group. is like an indie game studio, which kind of and they went professional and started making games. Exactly, but it 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 actually isn't right. Like it it just has that that kind of playfulness to it, and a lot of the stuff on the website. It's really you know it's kind of silly and like you know like like panda yeah, a little tongue in cheek yeah it's really really cheeky and that's something we saw a lot in um the dojin groups but this was very professional because the the quality of titles that were coming out um the production i think it was bombi box or something like bobby box or something was the hmm. company that did the distribution and uh sales and they they made these elaborate boxes and um you know artwork and and the team that did the art and, and even in this game it's just really good what's interesting is the, the game spanned across 12 different discs oh, so uh, floppies man. yeah 12 discs <laughs> yeah and we talked about this in the illusion city episode i think uh, we, uh just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we brought this up the other day like the intro alone like was like the first two discs right pretty much yeah and i think this game does the same thing where i we were watching a playthrough and it like literally no, we were playing we were playing it at my well <laughs> at true. My house remotely but um it, yeah like i want to say we were like what a five minute minutes. in before the discs <laughs> it's like switch to three <laughs> but it, but it's a it's a cool intro you know the the artwork's really good and it was 12 discs when the game came out it was like almost $90 and it was bundled with <laughs> a yeah it was bundled with a, a CD that had it was like Cats Pro Best and it had um, music and stuff on it some remixes it had a vocalized version of the uh, intro track I tried to find it but I couldn't find it anywhere hmm. and uh, then it I, I think it had some like bromides which were like a thing in Japan in the 90s so you can like you know have like cards of the characters i can just imagine being there it's like do i want dragon quest or do i want heart heat girls it's a really tough choice man it's a it's a tough one a tough one for 90 dollars <laughs> for you know back in the 90s anyways in uh 2006 the company shifted a bit and uh they released a few other titles under melty studio and melty mate which was basically their budget software and download only sales sites um those eventually dried up in 2007 and uh they are no more but ah. Uh, they they did produce you know a, a handful of titles like about twenty different titles, I think when they got into like the the, the early two thousands it started going more into the like the like what we would classify as eroge you know like mm. more um, adult themed pornography style games but their original stuff was uh, really in that you know in that really sweet pocket of 
Japanese adventure titles. So yeah, and I gotta say that that transition to the new century was tough for a lot of game companies. I mean, even、Absolutely. the big dogs were having trouble. I, I remember the early two thousands, <laughs> like companies were just. Dropping like flies. There's no room for mediocrity or、oh, I remember,、um, you know, poor sales or you know, letting your your staff try to work for free. <laughs> you know, it's like no, they, it, they it was... really they they couldn't take the risks that they originally could in the '90s when it was people just kind of sitting around. You know, I was even looking at the the、um, the company、um, website and they have like a PO box and it's <laughs> just like an apartment building, like just like some dude's apartment. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> super professional. Very professional. Cats pro, cats pro. <laughs> Melody,、uh, panda house. house. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyways, let's get into our next track here. This is Sayat or S A I T, composed by Panda. Is Sayat or S A I T composed by Panda for Heart Heat Girls on the PC ninety eight? Nice, nice. Feels like a character select theme. Actually, you know, kind of stays in the same place. Groovy, but not too groovy. I don't know what it was used for in the game, but I I, I dug it. Yeah, you know, a lot of the tracks in this in this title have this really.、Um, I think I said it earlier, like a, just like a really nice lick to them, and they don't really venture out too far. They they. Kind of stay in this nice little realm, but they're super fun to listen to, and、uh, this one、um, fits that bill directly. It's got this、um, like almost like trombone slidey sound <laughs> to it, with like like a、uh, like a like a banjo type sound <laughs> as well. It's it's really nice. I like this, and I think that the uh, again um, the the PSG and the FM really complement each other, and we're going to see that throughout the soundtrack.、Uh, definitely, yeah. And then we'll talk about this a bit, but the whole、uh, what is it, twenty two oh three that they're using for this, which is not the most powerful chip they could have been using at the time, but it, you know they're they're pushing it pretty well. It sounds pretty good. It's it's a great chip. It's my second favorite chip. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get into our next track here. This is Department of Defense, composed by Panda.
That was Department of Defense from the game Heart Heat Girls, composed by Panda for the PC-98. Yeah, this is an interesting track, and we'll see this sometimes as well, where there is actually no PSG at all. It's got this really nice FM lick, and they stick with that. So Yeah, yeah, cool getting a nice, nice little guitar pluck on, on the... Uh, you know, the FM tracks, I dug it, you know. A lot of these tracks are really short, but you you said it perfectly. There's a lot of these tight little grooves and, uh, you know, these licks. And I feel like that really captures the, the essence of the soundtrack, just all these little cool licks. Exactly. And you were talking about, like, more powerful chips and, like, I, I'm what I'm assuming is you're referring to, like, Soundboard 2 or, like, the um, 2608, right? Oh, of course, yeah. You know, I, th- I think that for ease of um not the game he's yes (laughs) for ease of distribution and um consistency it was always you could always fall back to the 20 2203 and play safe right you could guarantee that they'd have it guarantee that you'd have a uh a soundtrack and everybody would get the same thing right and you're not really losing anything you're just not gaining those extra channels right Um, because on the 2203 you only have three channels of fm three channels of PSG. So uh, you do make that sacrifice, but you can see we have this really nice, uh, strong sounding timbre out of the FM that we do get. So that's still a win in my in my book. True, true. And they're not splitting the difference, trying to write for two different sound chips, trying to like, you know, cut it the tracks down to make it work in both places. So, you know, I think, I think they made the right call on this. Exactly. So we also mentioned that... Um, Panda was the the main composer. I never did find a name for Panda. I looked around for a long time, um, but uh, I I actually have to take a step back because Panda, while Panda did all of the music for this, I believe there's also a credit for Muse, which is that that uh, independent uh, recording house that popped out of um, F and C. Right. And so. And so uh, they they are credited as well. I'm not sure to what degree, but you know, on the the Panda House website, they do show a lot of these these tracks. And so um, it's again, it's one of those things. It's really hard to balance and figure out like like who did what. So for the sake of argument, we're just going to stick with Panda. Um, maybe Muse. We'll have it in our notes. <laughs> it's not like we can tell who either of those are. If Muse was just the pseudonym of a person and kind of branded as a company, but it, it, it doesn't might matter. Have, might have been. We'll say Panda because yeah. that's more fun. Yeah. <laughs> now uh, the game itself had uh, Cats Pro had a little their own little jingle that I, I wanted to play earlier, but I didn't. Do you mind if I play that now? It's it's super simple. Of course. Any any pro company, any Cats Pro company has a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Cats Pro, the mark of professional software. Yeah, reading rainbow. <laughs> Today's book was sponsored by. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know if that we want any kids reading that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, you know, I was saying earlier, Cats Pro Panda House is mostly known for their erotic games, but even though this was catered to the adult audience in violence and nudity, the games actually quite a departure from that and it has this really rich detailed sci-fi um story it's in the futuristic city of a, this place called lunatech where two female officers of a, a group called a acp which is the what anti was what was it the anti uh cyborg? anti-cyber 
you know, anti-criminal cyborg police. That's criminal hyphen cyborg. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not a CCP, it's ACP. Where two female officers, Apple, that's one of her names, and Angelica get a distress beacon from a military cargo ship. And then uh, when they get to this place, it's covered in fire, there's wreckage. There's kind of this off-scene thing that's happening where like this mech thing is like choking somebody and we don't we don't really know what's going on. And then um, they run into um, a friend of theirs who's a reporter named Keith Bailey. I guess he has uh, b- been investigating this this whole mil- military thing called um, uh, it's like a AI development branch called Figurehead, and he intercepted the distress signal as well. And uh, that's where you you meet up with him. So, anyways, yeah, yeah Keith's um, a good guy. We're, we're, we're friends. We go yeah, way back. He's a he's a Keith Bailey. You know, everybody knows him around here. It's a few other characters in the game, but really none that you you would get super tied to. It takes place in like this mini-based first-person advent, like any other adventure game. You, you kind of um, yeah, you, you sort know. of click around. You choose options. A lot of dialogue, so you know you all have characters on the screen, and you can talk to them. You can maybe you know investigate an object, go back and forth between screens. It's pretty standard Japanese adventure game uh, yeah. conventions. You can pan to the left and right, and and get like this much wider view than uh, than just like a single screen. Uh, but overall, it keeps a very like traditional adventure game approach right and before, uh, before we go on i gotta say i mean we're probably going to talk about it later but i just love that early 90s sci-fi look you know like ghost in the shell which is like mid 90s but it's kind of in that same era this looks exactly like that like it has I, I, this yeah. kind of dark twisted dirty yeah. kind of um i mean the whole 90s was Sin like city that, kind of thing all yeah. the way up to the matrix you know it was just like dark and gritty and everybody had all these body mods and power armor and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it it seems a little bit more. I guess it it's not like we're talking about like Blade Runner here. Like this is uh, like right around the same kind of period, I think. But it's kind of got its own its its own world, I guess. Yeah. Again, yeah. Um, women, you know, who are getting nude at some point in the game. So yeah, you know, that's, that's usually that's what happens in the future. I've heard. I haven't yeah. been there. No, it's really interesting. <laughs> What's really interesting um, about the game is that it jumps into this first-person shooter kind of mode where it's like wireframe. It looks like like exactly like Virtual Boy, and you're going around in this in this 3D maze, hmm. and you I have to shoot. Yeah, you have to shoot these like mechs. Um, so there's like this battle around it, and yeah, you know they. That's it. <laughs> There's not really a lot there. <laughs> but again, the story's really good. There's uh, a lot of like memorable scenes, memorable music. Uh, and I think the characters are, are pretty um, endearing and, and, and pretty genuine. So I'll have to take your word for it because it's only in Japanese. But we should move on to another track. Give people what they came yeah, for. Yeah, I think we're good about talking <laughs> about this game. I might bring up a few other points. I, I tried to play it more today just so I could, you know have something more to talk about but at the end of the day just a, an adventure game so let's get to <laughs> our next track this is karama industries composed by panda
All right, that was Karama Industries from Heart Heat Girls for the PC-98, composed by Panda. Just when you're thinking you're going to get another loop there, get that nice... Oh, they you know, hit you en- with it. Yeah, that oh, energetic <laughs> punch. It's really nice. It's, again, no PSG on this one, but just a lot of really, like, well thought out um, three-channel FM. I love it. I know. It's a good baseline, some nice little accompaniment there. You know, it's very minimal in a, in the, you know, in the textural sense, but yeah, what can yeah. you say? Karama Industries knows how to party. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our next track here. This is Relief. I can picture it now. I'm sitting on the streets of Neo Shinjuku, drinking a future energy drink, just chilling out. Yeah, putting on your Google glasses or whatever. <laughs> exactly, you know, hunting down cyborgs, you know, but you got to take a break every now and again. You can't just hunt cyborgs, you know? It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tiring work. <laughs> uh, yeah, good track. Um, again, super smooth. We've got a lot of music to go through, so we're going to start going rapid fire through them, but. Um, fun track uh and it's got just the the right amount of like jazz kind of this this does remind me of like illusion city just it does, not, yeah. not necessarily the, the music but like the feel and i think that that's uh what i i love about i love this kind of stuff like i love this kind of <laughs> me too i know i know really illusion city and uh you know all of the stuff by Manabu saito and ryu umemoto it just is this like I don't know that that early to mid '90s PC98 FM sound is just so welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's go to our next track here. This is the 3D map that I was telling you about the wireframe um, kind of uh, map. Actually, this is in the battle part. This is the the map itself of the different locations. So let's take a listen. We'll be right back.
was 3D Map composed by Panda. A lot of fun in this track. Uh, again, it, you know, it's it's minimal. It's 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 super exciting and and fun for only a short amount of time, and then it ends, and then it drops you back right into that loop. But um, a lot of a lot of fun. I like it. Sweet little turnaround. You know what I immediately thought of though when I heard this was uh, "Magician" by Neil Baldwin on the Nintendo. That's a that is a really good uh, comparison, yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard that one, folks, check it out. The uh, final boss theme in particular is just like groovalicious. I've been saying groovy a lot today, and I don't really say that word all that much, so I don't know what, what's up. But well, now, now I think we're going to have to play a little snippet of it. Oh, really? Okay, let's, uh, let's go back <laughs> to a fantasy world uh, many hundreds of years before the future. Why not? Anyways, yeah, uh, it's uh, I, I I really like this track. I think that uh, the next track here, this is "Shower," which um, sounds like a, an erotic scene, but I, th- I actually think this one's pretty tame. So let's take a listen. <laughs> uh, be right back. This is composed by Panda for Heart Heat Girls on the PC ninety shower from heart heat girls on the pc 98 composed by panda yeah another smooth one to follow up the the 3d map track uh had to loop this one because it's it's really only like what like 20 20, seconds 20 seconds or something like that but nice groove i can picture it now i'm uh (laughs) drinking a synthetic beer in the shower just uh watching a a (laughs) 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 all right moving Uh. along um, this next track here is ACP, which is the anti-cyborg, no, anti-criminal cyborg police patrol. Anti-criminal cyborg po- patrol, I think. <laughs> what did I write down? Anti, anti-criminal cyborg police. So let's take a listen and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was ACP from the game Heart Heat Girls, composed by Panda on the PC-98. This is a really good track. This is early in the game. It's something you're going to hear pretty frequently, and it's just got a really nice uh, melody, kind of this um, uh, nice organ, jazzy organ to it. Um, Just a really well tight-knit track I, I like this one. Oh man this one's going full out i gotta say like you know a lot of those other tracks we played they're like 20 second 30 second interstitial tracks maybe a short scene here or there but since you're here a lot i mean they got to make a big splash so this this definitely lands absolutely I, I really like this track too because you get the um the psg the ssg just kind of like accompanying those that those stabs of the dun 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 like take, take a listen real quick mm-hmm Very nice. The beginning kind of sounds like Tiger Heli to me. I'm not as familiar with that one, but I'll take your word for it. And then you get these. Dun, 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 dun. Very, like, 80s. <laughs> and then we switch over the FM here. We got. The, uh, the the horns, the, the keyboard, and the percussion all on the uh, the FM. You can see really how like with three channels, really really make use of that chip to the fullest. I mean, oh, yeah, really I really. I love the percussion on this track. I mean, it's it's simple, but it's like, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's punchy. It's, it's got the right feel. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. So uh, anything else you want to talk about the game? Um, I, yeah, you know. actually I do. One thing that we didn't really mention is, you know, like there's mostly still images, but the art is really high quality. I mean, it's... Uh, looking at an image right now it reminds me a little bit of like um not eon flux but it was definitely that era you know black leather and yeah yeah absolutely that kind of thing but i mean they're they're really the art team did a great job like the the images just are very professional looking it's got a very kind of muted color palette a lot of blacks grays silver uh you know that kind of thing which you would kind of expect from like this genre i i mean that I wouldn't say drawn or, but like this, this time period, they, they kept things a little bit dark to give you this almost, um, yeah, that sort of muted dystopian future. Exactly. Exactly. Um, not a lot of bright colors. And when you do, it's like this neon pink and it's, you know, (laughs) kind of like pops out. Um, yeah, no, I thought the art was great. There's a very minimal animation if at all, um, but it's just like eyes and mouth moving. So some, exactly. some basically light animation to make it give it a little bit of life, but the, it's mostly like still background images. Exactly. And then you have, you know, the, uh, the sequences between the, or not sequence, but like the, uh, the images kind of going like almost like a manga, like from one scene to another. And you get these really, um, interesting scene cut scenes, I guess, if you will. Uh, about like what the characters are doing and stuff like that. And again, artwork's really high quality. Panda House um, looks like it employed 
um, just looking at the website, it employed like, so there's one, ma mainly one programmer and about eight designers, like uh, graphics art designers, and then one composer. So, I mean, you can see where their focus was. It was really on delivering this rich visual experience um, with some, some nice music on top of it. Um, yeah, and that was pretty common, you know, only having one composer on a project like this, so not a surprise. Exa yeah. Exactly, and, and most of the actions that you can do in the game are like speak or search, and like that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? There's not really more than that. Um, so the complexity is 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 not really there. It's more about the the story uh, complexity rather than the the actual mechanics or gameplay. So true. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. We got uh, another track here. This is called Infiltrate. So let's take a listen. We'll be right back. Well, that was Infiltrate from Heart Heat Girls on the PC-98. You got that skulking around sound, which we tend to hear a lot in these kind of games. But I don't know. I never get tired of it, actually. I really I really like that musical uh, motif of, you know, like just sort of a quiet bass line creeping. Yeah. Know, works yeah. for me. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Uh, the next track here, this is Dawn. And uh, let's take a listen.
is a fun track. I, I love that instrument, that what whatever that is trying to approximate. Uh, that's Dawn, composed by Panda for Heart Heat Girls. What do you think? I don't know, is it like a woodblock or something? That kind of upper thing? But yeah. yeah it, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. I mean, there's this is definitely one of the more uh, kind of interstitial tracks, you know. Absolutely. Keep it, keep it at light, keep it at breezy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, the next track here is called Mixed. That was Mixed, composed by Panda for the game Heart Heat Girls on the PC-98. Great bass line. Nice rolling, like, funkiness to it. This is, this is a good track. Oh, yeah. I mean, that track just keeps you moving, and there's, there's just, you know, it's pushing you along the entire way. It's, you know, like, melodically, I think it pulls from one of those uh, relief or whatever tracks, at least in the beginning. But it's just, you know, running along, running along. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, so we talked about the game a little bit, uh, gameplay, graphics. Once you beat the game, you actually unlock a, uh, a special title sequence as well as a music player. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, the game's not, in, I don't think it's all that long either. I, I want to say it's like between eight and ten hours, so not too long for an adventure game. There's also an opportunity to watch this emotional scene that, takes place between Keith and Angelica uh, from the game. And uh, there's a track that plays during it. It's called Angelica's Tears. So why don't we go ahead and take a listen to it? It's a, it's a beautiful track.
That was Angelica's Tears from Heart Heat Girls for the PC-98 composed by Panda. Yeah, this is a, it's a nice track. Almost like a like a thinned out Umemoto track uh, a little bit, uh, but, it's, it, but it's nice. Yeah, I was going to say something like that. You know what I really think is, is interesting about this track is like you can hear, the, like, you know, it's only using the, I think the three channels or maybe I guess it's also got the PSG in there, but you can you can hear what this track would sound like if it was bigger. Like, it, it works on its own, but I really wish it had that bigger sound chip the with extra, the more channels. Yeah, yeah, like, this this one especially feels like it just needs that extra, like, you know, synth or pad texture to kind of fill it out a little bit. You get a little bit towards the end, but, right. you know, still pretty extra strong. Room, I gotcha. I gotcha. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, our next track here is Counterattack, composed by Panda. Counterattack in the game Heart Heat Girls, composed by Panda for the PC-98. Starts off kind of making you guess where it's going to go, and then that bass line drops, and it is so fun. Uh, again, it's, again, it's really minimalistic. It's mostly about that bass line, but still, it's a, it's a heavy-hitting energy for... Um, almost like a single channel doing the work, you know? I like it. Yeah, for anybody who's listening that writes chiptunes, steal that trick, that uh, bass delay. You hear it Oof. on melody all the time, but it's so good. I, I feel like it makes the track. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we got we got another, we got like, what, two more tracks here. I did want to say, you know, the game, when it came out, it actually had pretty good reception, considering that it never made it out of Japan. It did have pretty good reception, uh, for what I can tell, and um, it was um, like a pretty, pretty good, solid title. You know, I mean, it it was released for you know, like we were saying, like ninety bucks, and uh, had all this extra production value thrown into it with the CD and all this, you know, artwork and stuff. Uh, but I think overall, um, there's some people have fond memories with it. It's a really good story, and I think that. Uh, you know, even though the the game is is fairly easy, I think you can play it without even speaking Japanese. You can at least like play through the game because it doesn't require any skill, <laughs> like, right? Like it's just like click, you know. So it really falls back and relies on storytelling and delivering this this message uh, about what's going on, rather than 
trying to make you solve um, puzzles. So yeah. yeah, it seems like a pretty straightforward game, and like you said, it's only about eight to ten hours, which on, honestly is pretty on the pretty much on the short side for a Japanese adventure game visual novel. So I'm sure, if you're inclined, you can find a playthrough of it or try to get through it yourself. Yeah. Right. When I was originally coming up with the names, I think I was I, I looked through like a like a playthrough on Yukunuku Doga, and um, that's how I I you know was able to get some of the names on there, but. Really, at the end of the day, like if I would have just like sped through it and you know played it and got the unlocked the uh, the mode, I probably could have found all the names anyway. So <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> like, at least yeah. all the Japanese names. So uh, let's get into our next track here. This is Reminiscence, composed by Panda. Reminiscence, composed by Panda for Heart Heat Girls, PC-98, using the YM-2203. What a solo, right? Yeah, what a track. I thought it was just going to be kind of a mellow, relaxed tune, but it picks up right in the middle, and it's way more virtuosic than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really good track. Uh, I, I thought, too, I mean, you kind of hear that similar kind of theme kind of coming back, right, in this track. Uh, but then it does something on its own and gives yeah. you this uh, this nice, um, you know, groovy melody to listen to and and kind of reminisce. Think back on all the criminal cyborgs we killed along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today we covered Heart Heat Girls for the PC-98 composed by Panda and Muse. If you want to know more about the show, you can find us online at pixelatedaudio.com for show notes and the track list. And we can also be found on Twitter at Pixelated Audio. Yeah, and please leave comments and feedback on the website, on our YouTube, and our Discord channel. If you haven't already joined the Discord channel, come chat with us. We got all sorts of fun conversations going on, game music, whatever, other stuff too. Uh, it's, a, it's always a good time, and we try to stay active in there when we can. Work's not taking away too much of our time. <laughs> I, I have all the notifications on, so I see when people are chatting. I just can't always get in there. But, like, it's it's a fun community to be a part of, and uh, there's always, you know, new people coming in. So it's, it's really great, and I think everybody's pretty welcoming. So True. Anyways, uh, if you're new to the podcast, check out some of our past stuff. We already mentioned Illusion City, episode 105. Um, anything else? I guess. Yeah, can... yeah no, I, I just, uh, I just a little word association exercise here. We got 120 River City Girls, 105 Illusion City, and 63 Illusion Blaze. How about that? Wow. <laughs> we got so many episodes your, we can do uh, so, award homework. associations. <laughs> yeah. 
I, you know what? Um, I, I do want to say, if you want to support the show and you like what we're doing, feel free to um, check out our Patreon. You know, a dollar or whatever helps support the show. Um, and all this money goes back into uh, the website costs and all that stuff. And really, at the end of the day, we just love making this content. So um, if you if you really want to support us, even just sending us an email, letting us know what you like, that's always appreciated. So, Yeah, yeah. we got some really great shows coming up next. Uh, we don't know exactly when they're going to be scheduled, but we've got some folks who may want to talk to us. So we stay tuned some, for those. we got some yeah. killer stuff lined up. Yeah, yeah. It, we kind of had like a gap between our last one and this one, but that's because... Uh, I had started a new project, Gene. You were on a bunch of other stuff and just oh, yeah, yeah. stuff happened. <laughs> Busy. Anyways, I do want to give a, a shout out to Electric Boogaloo and Norm. They're the moderators for the Discord. You know, it's just one of those things I want to make sure that we acknowledge and appreciate uh, all their their uh, work keeping, you know, Discord going and, and uh, you know, Electric Boogaloo, like, is, is, is very vocal and being able to... You oh know. yeah, and they, they uh, Electric Boogaloo also rips the uh, audio and puts them to video and puts and then we put them up on the YouTube and that's a, a huge help. Really, really is really great. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, thanks, guys, both for for always being there and helping us out. And uh, anybody who else wants to be involved, let us know, and we are uh, more than happy to to get the help. So thank you guys so much for listening. We have one track taking out the show. This is the ending track. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back in just another week or so for our next episode.